So here's the issue. <clears throat> um, today is the celebration day of the 12th year of being reconciled in congregation, as we've talked about, right? It also is Lent. And I don't know if you've grown up in the church uh, or are familiar with the concept of Lent or not, but not usually the happiest time of the year. And so you're not supposed to celebrate during Lent. And I was getting on Dan's case earlier because we were like, we're going to do it this week. It's going to be great. And I'm like, you're screwing up my sermon series. Thanks a lot. And it's liturgically inappropriate. So just be aware, this is under protest. All right. (laughs) But as we'll see a little bit later, um, there is both sides to remembering and uh, recognizing our anniversary, right? There is the celebration, the affirmation of what we've done and and committal to do it again in the future, or continue doing it again. But there's also this aspect of lament wrapped in as well. I mean, and, and we've very much talked about this recently, right? Especially with the recent general conference. And it's very interesting timing that these two come at exactly the same time. And so there's something still to be said about remembering that there are these aspects of lament that are wrapped in, even though we are celebrating this anniversary. So our... uh, With our passage today, we're going to just briefly take a peek at one of these interesting features in the book of Lamentations that we saw. And namely, it is the silence of God. Silence of God. So here's the thing. Lamentations is brilliant in terms of helping us think through our whole range of, like, what's the full range of emotions that I can bring to to my relationship with God, right? Helping us think through that, and especially some of these things that we as Americans don't like, including in our relationship with God. So, like, anger or grief or despair, and, and Lamentations helps us figure out that those things are actually things we can bring to God and are a valuable part of our emotional experience of the world and, and recognizing their legitimacy and interpreted and acted upon in the light of the gospel. And so one of those things we've been seeing the last number of weeks is, is this uh, poet who's writing lamentations is crying out to God saying, God, where are you? Why would you allow this to happen to me? Don't you see the pain that I'm in? How could you do this? Right? Calling God to account. What do you have to say for yourself? And the answer in Lamentations is nothing. Nothing. God doesn't speak at all. God is silent. I mean, probably a lot of you guys can relate to the feeling of you're, you know, crying out in existential despair or you're crying out to God because of something that's happened, right? And the response you get back is a resounding silence. You yearn for some sort of answer, something to help make you, to help your life make more sense of this thing and nothing. That's what we've got in Lamentations. We've got this 
resounding silence from God. Now, depending on how you read it, either God speaks exactly once or speaks zero times in the book. And then the section in question is this part where God says, do not be afraid. That's the extent of it. And it's completely unclear, actually, in the book when you dig into it, if God's actually saying that or if the writer wants God to say that to him or if the writer says that in the past God said that to him or like half a dozen other permutations, right? But even if it were God having a line in the book, so first of all, God says a total of three words. And second of all, it's a textbook answer. Like in the Bible, the thing that you say if you're God or an angel visiting somebody is do not be afraid, right? And so even if we decided this was an instance of God speaking in this book, we've got a grand total of three words, then God doesn't even have the courtesy for a personalized response, right? It's just in the form of of a form letter, right? Do not be afraid. That's it. So be it one trite statement, or be it nothing at all, basically God is silent in the face of, if you remember, this devastation that was happening in their lives, their entire world being completely destroyed. And in the face of it, God says nothing. God doesn't actually answer the charges that are leveled against God. There's no sort of explanation of why this happened or how to put their lives back together. And so what we have to figure out with all this is what do we do with all this? What do we do with this? But folks, as I mentioned earlier, is this not reflective of our life experience? I mean, so often we ask ourselves, uh, ask about something going on in our life, right? And and we get back nothing from God. We can talk a whole long time about, like, what does it mean to hear from God? And that's a whole other conversation, right? There's plenty to get in. But let me just say, so I've personally never, like, audibly heard God talking to me, okay? And saying, like, here's the answer to your problem. Now, this is the thing that Lamentations describes, this silence of God, this never hearing that, never getting the answer. And it definitely describes my experience of so often putting myself out there, putting out my emotions, my soul, right? Just really pouring it out and getting nothing back in return. Just crickets. Nothing. And this is one of the things I think is most valuable about Lamentations. It's holding up a mirror to reality and help allowing ourselves to see ourselves in the portrait it's painting. Right? And in doing so, in, in finding a similar experience in the biblical text, in this very text that we say is sacred, finding our experience, our own experience reflected there means that we can move toward more fully integrating it into our lives, more fully embracing it as a part of the human experience rather than something being wrong with us. It can legitimize it and allow us to actually begin to deal with it, to actually be able to heal from it. Because 
The Bible includes a reflection of my lived experience, my existence that doesn't fit into a tidy little box. And that's what Lamentations gives us. It gives us this reflection of the thing that so often we experience. And we can go to God and say, Oh, yeah, I felt that too. And allows us to reflect upon our world. So, this Lent, these weeks leading up to Easter, may you join me and us in this journey of self-examination and taking up those things that we would rather not and taking them up and looking at them, examining them in the light of the gospel so that we might emerge more whole on the other side. May it be so.